Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey everybody, it is April 5th, 2023, and we welcome you back to the next episode, today's episode of the Big Daily Blend. Super excited to have you here, and we hope you go to our show notes, wherever you're listening, whether it's on Spotify or YouTube or Acast or Podbean or Google or wherever you're listening, just check out the show notes for the links to our music playlists. Um, We have the playlist on YouTube and Spotify, so we're trying to make it that everyone can hear the music because it ties into the conversation of the day. Right. The conversation is always about historic happenings, uh, current holidays and observances, pop culture, and even we talk about what's coming up on Big Blend Radio today, because we have two podcasts. We have the Daily Blend that comes up by 5 in the morning, Eastern Time, usually, unless somebody slept in late. No, and that didn't push the right button. I didn't do it. It's never happened. No. Um, but anyway, we were on Spotify for a couple months, and now uh, everywhere, and our Big Blend Radio shows, however, which air daily at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time with a special interview or uh, we have, you know, panel discussions, you name it. Uh, That's been going for over 16 years now. So anyway, we wanted to do this show as something special and to tie into music and look at what's going on. And today we've got to say happy Passover to Mm -hmm. all who celebrate Passover, our friends of Jewish faith. And I'm also saying, I know that a lot of our friends are getting ready for Easter. Mm-hmm. It's coming up this Sunday, and uh, today's Big Blend Radio podcast uh, features uh, Wine Time with Peggy. Mm. Peggy Fiendaka is awesome. Her and her husband, Kurt, own and run LDV Winery out in Arizona. So a lot of Arizona stuff is going to be in this show today. And she talks about sustainability. Um, April, you know, is Earth Day uh, comes up April 22nd, um, but it's also Earth Month, you know, yeah. really, when you think about it. Well, spring is it's spring. Strong. We start looking at, uh, you know, are we doing things nice and fresh for the environment? So she talks about what they do at the at the vineyard, and for those of us who care about sustainability, what to look out for when we go wine tasting mm-hmm. anywhere across the country. Um, she also shares her recipe, which is our recipe of the day, uh, for baked glazed ham, and Peggy loves to throw a party and she likes to cook. And she has some Yay. awesome uh, wine pairing tips for Easter and mm. any holiday for spring. And she has wine pairing tips all the time. She really does um, teach us what to, you know, how like from chocolate. She was teaching us mm-hmm. the other day how to pair wines with cheese, how to pair wines with chocolate. Fruit gets a little hard. That's like a whole other thing. Yeah, because you got fruit against fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, well, you know, today also happens to be... Uh, foodie wise, let's get into food. Let's we might as well just dive right into the food basket. It's National Raisin and Spice Bar Day, hmm. and so I don't know what you would do with that in regards to wine. Well, I could see having spicy raisins with wine. I don't know how you spice a raisin. Well, no, I, well you could soak them in some moonshine. I'm just oh. saying. I'm. I, mean, I didn't say spike. I said spice. Uh, well, anyway, we could, you know, but they really, it's all about making spice bars. Mm. So you've raisins, nuts. Yeah. Uh, seeds, flax seeds, chia seeds. chili pepper in ooh, there. Ooh, I like mm. the spice in there. I like mm-hmm. that. 
So I think that would be interesting to do some wine pairings. Maybe I think more like a white wine would be good. A rosé, that kind of thing. It's also National Caramel Day. Who doesn't like a mm, nice yum. chewy caramel? Mm. Mm. You know that they say that it started out in the 1850s, that caramel, when someone realized that you can mix milk and fat together. To and make they burnt the chew. sugar. Ah. They did. This is what I'm excited about. It is also National Deep Dish Pizza Day. Oh, now that's really yummy. I don't care if it's thin crust, hand toss, croissant crust. What did we just have the other day? Croissant crust pizza. That was Um, pretty cool. Yes, stuffed crust. Um, I, I, it's bring the pizza. Deep dish, thin. I don't care. Thin crust. I don't know about the cauliflower crust. You can take that. Maybe that's maybe not my favorite. Yeah, everybody wants a stuffed crust. We do. We do. But then if you're gluten, you need to be gluten free. You do the cauliflower crust. So maybe it's good. I haven't done that yet. But anyway, it is deep dish pizza day. So for pizza lovers, dig in, babies. It is a good day for you. But I do want to say our first song on the playlist today is the wine song by the young bloods and it is from their 1967 album earth music and that is just for you peggy mm. i also want to give a shout out to our sponsor today the peanut patch in cool. Yuma, arizona you can shop online if you go to the peanut patch.com um, good i was saying yeah there. i love it and mm. they close at the end of the month uh, for the summer season because it gets a little hot in Yuma. So hurry on down. Yeah, hurry on down. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Yuma, Arizona, the sunniest place on the planet, voted by the Guinness World Book of Records. So hmm. um, anyway, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But go to their website if you want raisins and nuts and peanuts and all that good stuff. they got good stuff. So, all right. So moving along, I'm excited. Today is... National Go For Broke Day. I like that. It's about true commitment. Yeah, if you're going to go in, you go in 100 plus percent. You can't go in half. Go big or go home. Because otherwise you're going to lose. Yeah. If and you're not all in, you will lose. Well, isn't would you say that for everything? Like if you're going to go into much. a relationship? Yeah, oh yeah. Marriage? Oh, jeez, yeah. You're going to get hooked up? Yeah, you got to go in 100% committed. Well, you know, then there's business, your yeah, career. Oh, yeah. The, you, can't, you can't create a business. And you, you can't be an entrepreneur and not go in 100%. 100% plus. Yeah. And you can have a whole team help you. That's a whole different mm-hmm. thing that helps you not have the entire stress of the business, right? But, well, I don't know. Yeah, the more of you, the bigger that. your team, the more you got to take care of them. Exactly. But... Um, Military, I would say, is really oh, yeah. farmers go in. Talk about commitment. Farmers, just oh, saying. I know, and you know, we need to take care of our farmers. We do, and moms, moms have to give birth. They're like that's that nine month month commitment in your belly, and then all like morning sickness, all that stuff, and then you have to give birth, and then like eighteen years of it plus, that's a commitment. That's all in. You know, yeah. it's 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 a hard deal, but. Military-wise, um, <clears throat> Go For Broke Day, uh, this is huge. Uh, it started by, well, it's the motto of the 442nd Regimental Combat Team. Um, this is a team that was a volunteer team fighting unit in World War II, made up mostly by volunteers of Japanese descent. Turned out that this fighting group um, was the most decorated infantry regiment in the history of the United States Army. This is amazing for World War II history, mm-hmm. that there were Japanese going in there. 
Um, they were the most decorated unit for their size and length of service. And check out how many awards. 21 medals of honor. Cool. 52 distinguished service crosses. One distinguished service medal. 560 silver stars. 22 Legion of Merit medals. 15 soldiers medals. 4,000 bronze stars. And 486 heart, purple hearts. Wow. They went, for, they, they, they went for broke. Yeah. That's, that was their term. And they say that that's kind of a saying that came out of Hawaii. It's like, mm. um, wager everything. Go for it. Yeah. So um, there is a website, goforbroke.org, you may want to check out and mm. to learn more. But, man, yeah, that's well, a lot of medals. Hey, if you're going to go in, you got to go in. Yeah. There's a lot of military history today. Um, April 5th, hey. Um, oh, the song. The song we said. Chariots of Fire. Oh, yeah, that's a perfect So song. that's on our playlist today. So that's our second song on the playlist, Chariots of Fire uh, for Go For Break, Broke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I remember the movie Chariots of Fire, wasn't mm-hmm. it? The guy running the race. It's like an Olympic thing. That's another um, Go For Broke is Olympians. Mm-hmm. You know how much they train? Oh, yeah. You know? Um, and you have so many split seconds mm-hmm. if when you're competing. You make the wrong decision, or you get somehow your attention goes elsewhere. Oh, uh, you can't. You have you to can't, go all in. You gotta be all in, or mm. you're not. You can't win if you're not all in. Dude, now I feel like we gotta run up the steps like Rocky. Go ahead. I'm gonna watch. No, I'm not going all <laughs> in on that. I'll watch the movie. Um, you know, I was talking about relationships, about go for broke relationships, families, kids. Um, today is Gold Star Spouses Day, honoring the survived loved ones of military service members mm. who died while serving their country. Yeah. You know, I think this is something really big. We talk about this with Mike Guardia. He's a military mm. historian and author, um, award-winning, over 25 books now. He's wow. on his way to the 26, mm-hmm. I should say. You may have seen him on the History Channel. He was just on our show. He's mm. on every first Monday um, on Big Blend Radio. And... Um, Hal Moore, he wrote three books covering Hal Moore. And um, if you've seen the movie, We Were Soldiers, We Were One Soldiers, I always mm-hmm. get it wrong, um, the name, with Mel Gibson. If you look at Hal Moore's wife and what she did for women mm-hmm. and um, them coming home, you know, going like the, their husband's not coming home, and how the taxi would just come up and give him a letter. And when the taxi came through the military you know households you know through the their community yeah, that's kind of they saw that when the taxi went up to someone's door the women knew mm. the other that lady's husband had passed in combat and so she really started to set up these things so that people and um, people would understand and there would be better support and, and comfort support. and support groups mm-hmm. so you know those going out to fight, then there's those at home and the moms mm-hmm. and the husbands too. So, um, the song we're gonna do is "Traveling Soldier." Okay, that is added cool. to the playlist. So, Nancy, um, I remember you. That the "Traveling Soldier" is on the play. Uh, that's the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. You guys know the Dixie Chicks. Um, bell bottoms. I remember mm-hmm. you wearing bell bottoms. Oh and yeah, they were way cool. Clean. But there's bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. It's it's bell bottoms day today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is from the fashion of the '70s. But I I was reading that it came back from the Navy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, because they're standing on the ship and the water's going back and forth, and the bell bottoms fling up and down, so you don't get so wet. 
So these are, they're also known as That's flares. That's my take They're on known that. as flares. Yeah, okay. So um, those are trousers and jeans, and um, that kind of, you know, they're like a bell at, they at the cool. end of the end Yeah, of the, they just, they were, they were flashy, and if you didn't have really nice ankles, they covered them. Well, that's good. We could use that. Um, Nancy and I, we'd like some bell bottoms. Yeah. Um, they say that it goes back to Commodore Stephen Decatur wrote about the first um, recorded description of sailors' uniforms in 1813, describing the men on the frigates of the U.S. and Macedonia as wearing glazed canvas hats with stiff brims, decked with ribbons, blue jackets buttoned loosely over waistcoats, and blue trousers right. with bell bottoms. Wow. This uh, In the early 19th century, before the U.S. Navy uniform was standardized, standardized, some sailors chose a style of wide trousers that held, had bell-shaped cuffs. And there we mm -hmm. go. Yeah. So, yep, it became part of the Royal Uniform of the British Royal Navy. And um, there you go. And, mm -hmm. and, you know, so what I think is funny that it, the hippies ended up wearing them. So it went from the military to the hippies. Well, because they were cool and you could stick cigarettes in the cuff. Oh. oh boy! All right, Nancy. <laughs> All right. Well, this makes <laughs> this 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 brings us to add the song "Bell Bottom Blues." There you go to the playlist, the music playlist of the day. And of course, it's famous through you know people know Derek and the Dominoes, Eric Clapton playing it. Mm. Um, Susan and Susan Tedeschi and Trucks Band, uh, you know, they cool. they play it. But we want to play it. This version from Larkin Poe. Yeah. Larkin cool. Poe, I mean, they are just kicking some major musical butt across the country, around the world. We saw them in Greeley, Colorado. Mm -hmm. They're awesome. They, I mean, this sister duo is on fire. And their mm -hmm. husbands are both musicians. And, um, you know, they are the great, they're, I think it's the great, great granddaughter of Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, it's a little, this little that's trivial a little fact on the creepy side. I have, to be, I have to look that up again on Wikipedia. Go Google yeah. it. I'm I'm serious. There's like they're like a relative of him anywhere. That's mm. where the Poe comes in. Whoa. Mm. Whoa, they got the Poe. Mm. All right. Um, inventions today. The roadmap. The earliest roadmap. Uh, Britannia Atlas was maps. drawn by cartographer John Ogilby in mm. 1675. And now, look at this. We have maps. I mean, maps were everything for battles. Yeah. For, you know, mm -hmm. going to stake your claim on the mm -hmm. land. And then road maps for road trips. And now we're at GPS where Google and all these voices will tell you. Turn left. Turn this. So our GPS is Jane because mm -hmm. Jane says, Jane's yeah. addiction song, you know. Um, but we still get out the atlas. Well, because, because you, you have get the full picture. You get the yeah. full picture that way. And then here's a tip. So we're park people, and this is what we do in, in African, Kenya, and South Africa. Nancy's favorite thing. So if you see a pride of lions on safari, and then everybody comes with their little jeeps, like, ooh, they're stopped and they've pulled over, so you know they've seen something. This happens in national parks in this country and wildlife refuges. If you've pulled over, you've stopped somewhere, maybe you're looking at an alligator, or maybe there's a special bird, or you know, a buffalo, or I don't know, whatever you're pulled over for, if you want to trick people, which we can't really do now because nobody... But you could in a park because your GPS doesn't always work in a park, right? You pull out your map. That's right. And you make it big in the windshield, right? That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Like, we've got this map out and we're buried. We don't even look at the people passing by. Our noses are so stuck in the map that people go, Oh, uh, they're just looking at their map. 
That's and they right. drive by, and you get that and animal miss, all yeah, to yourself. You get to see the wildlife. Without everybody clamoring around and crowding the animal. And it's so, not just about yeah. you getting to have the time. It's about crowding the animal. Well, yeah, it's about being too many people in one spot. And some people still not understanding you don't get out of the car. Yeah. You oh, don't. hello. Yeah, yeah. Leave. You just stay in the car. Don't play with the buffalo. No, no. I, or the bison. Well, the bison, me. yeah, I mean, you, you're asking for big trouble. I just, you know, it's amazing to me. We watched that person try to put their baby up to an elk. I know. With its like, mother and baby. And, 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 you know. It's insane what we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Anyway. Well, speaking of that... Um, it's also National Self-Care, National Body Care Day, and International Day of Conscience. So, like, do that and don't put yourself in harm's way. Um, but it's also, speaking of GPS and stuff, National Flash Drive Day. Uh, this oh, is right. the day then, the inventors found their flash patent. dance. No, the, it's all about the USB flash disk. The very first time we could plug a hard drive and flash drive and store data. That's and a we big still deal. use them. That's a big yeah, deal. I that's mean, a big remember deal. Remember all the floppy disks that would only take 700 megabytes? No one wants a floppy when they can have and a not flash. Not a floppy. I mean, there was the CDs, the DVDs, and then a floppy. Nobody wants a floppy. We want yeah. a flash. Not necessarily a flash in the pan unless, yeah, sometimes yeah. we want that. Still but better than a floppy. Nobody wants a floppy. No. Nope. Why would they? I mean, seriously, that's a Because they name. were floppy. No, we don't like it. All right. It's National Dandelion Day. I get excited about this. Dandelions in a lawn mean you've got good soil health. I think they're pretty, and they make a boring green lawn pretty. Yes, and they're great for pollinators, like butterflies, hummingbirds even. Mm -hmm. Um, Pollinators love dandelions, and dandelions are good in salads. Mm -hmm. Dandelion roots are good in your tea. They're good for your liver. And they're pretty. They're pretty. And... um, Hey, you can eat them in your salad, but don't put spray stuff on them. And when they dry up and you have those little things that can float off, their little seeds in the summer, and you can blow on a dandelion and the little seeds float out like little parachutes and you make a wish. Nancy, come on. Didn't you ever do it as a kid? You didn't make wishes? <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? You didn't make wishes with dandelions? Of course. You blow on them and they go scatter. Yeah. You're helping the wind do its job. Yeah. Making sure that the dandelions go in your neighbor's yard. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, we're recording from Lubbock, Texas today, and um, dandelion stuff, seeds, everything's everywhere. Pollen is everywhere. Mm. It is blowing like a breeze. Yeah. A big breeze. Be careful. The mighty wind (laughs) is going on here, out here. But anyway, so um, we're going to add the song Dandelion by Casey Musgraves to... um, the playlist today so check cool. that out yeah i mean we're doing good on this stuff um also it's national walking day you know we have our hashtag one hour walk group on facebook uh encouraging people to take a walk dr jackie ubani uh, our heart expert on big blend radio for many years she's a cardiologist electrophysiologist and author of um women and heart disease the real story she says we should walk at 150 minutes a week. That's, That's right. three walks a day. I mean, a, 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 a week. Three walks a week. Take a walk in the wild. Side. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, three one-hour walks a week is attainable, 
right? It, it, for it's many. so healthy. Um, so we do a lot of walking as we go to parks. And one of our stories is on um, the Yuma West wetlands. And we're back to Yuma, Arizona, like where the peanut patch is. And this wetlands goes along the lower Colorado River. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, all the birds, so beavers. many birds. Yes, we've ca- we've mm-hmm. canoed it. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It is beautiful down there, yeah. and they've made it into a family friendly park. They restored it. Was it forty nine agencies that came together to 52, restore it? Fifty two, I think. Well, in, yeah, forty nine like to fifty two agencies, including two Native American reservations, mm-hmm. got together. And they to, cleaned up that river and made it back to what it was. Yeah, they put the cottonwoods mm-hmm. back. They yeah. um, also covered the landfill with a solar garden mm-hmm. and a children's playground. Yep. There's beaches for families to hang out. I mean, it is the sunniest place in the world, mm-hmm. uh, as I was saying, by the Guinness World, world Book of Records. So um, that is our park of the day, is the mm-hmm. Yuma West Wetlands, which is also part of the Yuma Crossing National Heritage Area because this was the first crossing of the Southwest where they could cross over the river in the lower Colorado River. It's awesome. There's a lot of history. Um, so that's our park of the day, which also has an article and a puzzle and a video, a jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. of the river, which is really cool. And so our music for that is Walking on the Sun by Smash Mouth. Oh, there you go. Hey, I love that song. Um, it mm-hmm. came out from their very first album. Fushiu Mang. It was released on their de- their debut single. It was their debut single uh, released in June 1997. And it was their first major single. It reached number one on the U.S. Billboard Modern Rock Tracks chart and number two on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart. Well, there you go. It was hot. Mm, I guess so. Oh, come on! It's still you know it. It still rocks. So Nancy, some um, history happened today. Are yes. you ready? Yes. In Virginia, Native American Pocahontas married English colonist John mm-hmm. Rolfe back in 1614. Mm-hmm. The Mayflower set sail from Plymouth, Massachusetts, returning back to England. That was in 1621. They're like, hey, we're getting out of here. <laughs> Brought you here, now we're going home. No, I think they went for... back for supplies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dutch explorer Jacob Rochenveen. Uh, discovered Easter Island on this day, sixteen. Uh, excuse me, seventeen twenty-two. That had to be surprising with all those big carvings. Yeah, but now that they're had saying to be like, whoa. But those carvings now they're finding is only one part of the carving. Like mm. now they're, they're they're underground. They're underground, massive, mm-hmm. big boys. But that that's a really. Do you think they're, they're all male? I have no idea because you'd have to. Do a lot well, of. I want to go and see. Out. Well, they're doing that. They're through laser. They're able but to. Isn't it weird? See. I mean, how'd they do that? I wonder if you can see if there are boys and girls down there. I don't know, but I, I don't just, know why I went there. But I just. But did. I don't know so. why people would bury half or three quarters of a statue. Yeah, unless nature did it. Could have been a lot of windstorms. I don't know. Well, I find this interesting. That the U.S. Chamber of Commerce was founded in New York City in 1768. Mm-hmm. Can that be true? That yeah. long ago? Yeah. Because they had to get people together to change laws. Yeah. It's all about the laws. Yeah. That's right. That's what the exactly. chamber was. Exactly. Chamber of Commerce. It's like how to make things work. For oh, the- go for broke. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so you don't go broke, but you can go for broke. The first recorded meteorite uh, landed in Scotland Oh, um, it fell uh, in Puzzle in 1804. Wow! And you know we're talking about parks. Yeah. 
England opened the very first civic public park. Cool. It's called Birkenhead Park. It was in 1874. It's a major park, public park located at the center of Birkenhead, cool. Merseyside, England. Nice. It was designed by Joseph Paxton. See, you had to have some place for public to gather that was pretty. Yes. Yeah. So you can have uh, plants, picnics, and, birds, and walks, and picnics, and, and trails, and yeah. It is acknowledged as the first publicly funded civic park in the world. Wow, good for them. It was des- designated a conservation area in 1977, mm. and a Grade One listed landscape by English Heritage in 1995. Wow. It also influenced the design of Central Park in New York and Sefton Park in Liverpool. See. It just said, "Look at this. We're making it pretty," and then everybody went, "Hey, that's a really good idea." Now we've all heard of uh, Helen Keller's miracle. Yes, this is when um, Anne Sullivan, her teacher, found a way to communicate with her. Helen mm-hmm. Keller, being deaf and also blind, and this is when it happened. The it's the anniversary of this all taking place in 1887. I think that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to be able to communicate. How do you do this? How do you teach? And well, also save her life. A lot of dedication. A lot of dedication and also for Helen mm-hmm. Keller to be open and receptive and not go and close down and go, I'm deaf, I'm blind, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, you but, know? You, you know, there's more than than a couple of senses mm-hmm. to Absolutely. a person. There's more. There's always more. All right, so now we're going to go to TV. Are you ready? Fireside Theater debuted in 1949. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No, I just got born then. I think so. You weren't there. <laughs> okay, uh, the TV premiere of Secret Agent Man happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was actually known as Danger Man, um, and um, it, 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 it was in England, and it came to the States, and it was uh, aired from 1960. But the way Danger Man aired um, in England, it was a British spy series from 1964 to 66, and then it came here. But um, Secret Agent Man is the song, the theme song by Johnny Rivers. So, of course, Secret Agent Man. Um, We're going to be playing that on the playlist today, the music Mm. playlist. Again, everything, all these links are in the show notes, so check that out. It's also the TV premiere of... Married with Children that no, came that out in 1987. That was funny. That was. Uh, mm-hmm. Same year, same day, the Tracy Ullman show came out as mm-hmm. well. She's funny, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, going in history of birthdays and birth anniversaries, happy birthday to Joseph Lister, the surgeon and pioneer of antiseptic surgery. Uh, he was born in 1827. Mm-hmm. So, do you shortly think, followed by Listerine. That's what I was going to say. It's named after him, right? The no, mouthwash. Probably. I would Antiseptic. Guess so. mm-hmm. Rinse and repeat. Listerine. No, rinse, spit, repeat. I don't know. Nancy did not enjoy that. She doesn't like the word spit. All right. So, Booker T. Washington was born on this. Talk about um, oh, that's cool. educators, right? Mm-hmm. So, we've got Ann Very Sullivan cool. with Helen Keller. Booker T. Washington is an mm-hmm. educator born on this day, uh, April 5th, 1856. He passed away November 14th, 1915. He's an American educator, an mm-hmm. author, an orator, an advisor to several presidents of the United States. Yeah. Um, he was a dominant leader between 1890 and 1915 in the African-American community, of, and especially of the contemporary black elite. 
He was from the last generation of black American leaders born into slavery and became the leading voice of the former slaves and their descendants. They were newly oppressed in the South by disenfranchised... What were you going to say? I was just going to say he was a really important man. Well, yeah, and and so everybody... The disenfranchisement, I don't like that word. It's too big. Well... Anyway, people were disenfranchised at that point, and Mm. um, Jim Crow was happening. There was discriminatory laws, you know. You're free, but you're not. And um, this was all in the post-Reconstruction Southern states in the late 19th and 20th century. And he was one of those that stood up for African-American businesses, Mm -hmm. talking about chambers of commerce, and he's one of the founders of the National Negro Business League. His base was the Tuskegee Institute, um, which is a normal school, later a historically black college in Tuskegee, Alabama, Mm -hmm. where he served as principal. Um, As lynchings in the South reached a peak in 1895, he gave a speech known as the Atlanta Compromise Mm -hmm. that brought him national fame. He called for black progress through education and entrepreneurship rather than trying to challenge directly the Jim Crow segregation and the disenfranchisement of black voters in the South, which a lot of people went against him, too. You know, so he's very controversial in history. However, people have got to this point of like, yeah, he was just trying a different way to make it all happen. And um, was on, he, was trying to he, he was trying to appeal to all sides. Yeah. I mean, and to and to keep violence from happening. It's also very similar. We were talking about George Washington Carver. Um, on our show, uh, on the Jefferson Highway show a couple months ago, and how people got a little iffy with him because he was friends with Henry Ford, but he was trying to bridge gaps. And so it's, you know, when again, when we go back in history, even talking about go for broke, right? Um, it It's complicated. History is complicated because, mm, as we say, people. people are complicated. But um, here is a quote I, of the day, and it's from uh, Booker T. Washington. Opportunities never come a second time, mm-hmm. nor do they wait for our leisure. That's right. That is so true, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. So he was entrepreneurial, which is, is awesome. All right. Also in history on this day that was born, Spencer Tracy, the actor, was born in 1900. Betty Davis, the actor, mm-hmm. she was born as Ruth Elizabeth Betty Davis. That's a big name. April 5th, 1908. And passed uh, October 6, 1989. That's mm-hmm. a good life. What? Yes, that's a long life. Well, she 80, almost 80 years old. She was an actress uh, with a career spanning more than 50 years and 100 acting credits. She's yeah. noted for playing unsympathetic, sardonic characters. <laughs> that's what you were kind of saying earlier, Nancy. Mm-hmm. And famous for her performances in a, ri- a w- range of film genres, from contemporary crime melodramas to historical films, suspense horror, and occasional comedies. But she did also a lot of romantic drama. She also is the a recipient of two Academy Awards and was the first thespian to accrue ten nominations. She, she really was quite something. Yeah. She really could play just about any role. And those big eyes. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, of course, we're going to play Betty Davis Eyes by of Kim Carnes, right? Uh, that is there on, on the playlist. We also want to wish a happy birth anniversary to Gregory Peck, the actor born in 1916. Also very talented. Incredibly, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Arthur Haley, the author. Author, author. Mm-hmm. 
Haley was born um, 5th of April, 1920, passed away in 2004 on November 24th. Mm-hmm. A British-Canadian novelist who wrote crazy stories. He really did. His books are bestsellers like Hotel mm-hmm. 1960, in 1965, Airport in 1968, yeah. Wheels in 1971, The Money Changers in 1975, oh, that's really good book. Overload in 1979. Mm-hmm. His, all of these books have sold 170 million yeah. copies in 38 languages. Wow. That's big. That's huge. Gail Storm was born on this day. She's a singer and actor known for My Little Margie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in 1920, uh, 1922 as Josephine Owaisa Cottle. She okay. passed away on uh, June 27, 2009. She was known professionally as Gail Storm, and um, mm-hmm. her film career went from 1940 to 1952. She starred in two popular TV shows in the 1950s, My Little Margie yeah. and The Gail Storm Show. Six of her songs were top ten hits. Her greatest recording success was the cover version of I Hear You Knockin'. Mm-hmm. It hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in mm-hmm. 1955. I remember one of her shows. Yeah, and so of course we're going to put I Hear mm-hmm. You Knockin' on the playlist, the music playlist of today again, in the show notes. Um, and she was born in Bloomington, Texas, and passed away in Danville, California. Mm. Roger Corman, the film director, was also born on this day in 1926. And then moving fast forward... To 1968, Paul Cole, uh, the musician, singer, songwriter, was born on this day. And, of course, we've got to play some of her music. And um, I Don't Want to Wait is the song we want to play. And um, that was, I think she wrote it in the mid-90s, 96, released it as a second single from her second studio album, This Fire, which came out in 1996. Mm-hmm. I remember, I had all her music, you know? Yeah. Um it came out on October 14, 1997. Uh, she really was known as a vocalist. She got started as Peter, Peter Gabriel as a vocalist on his 93, 1993 and 1994 Secret World Tour. Mm-hmm. I did not know that about her, that mm-hmm. she, she was one of his singers. And then she released her first album, Harbinger, and the album um, record label just dropped the promotion, and so it didn't do very well. Oh, well, that was nice. That event. sucks. How so, well, they they literally folded. Oh. Not her fault. It's just mm-hmm. was you know she signed with the wrong people, and then her second album, This Fire, what we're talking about, is what took her around the world um, in success. Mm-hmm. And it was really where have all the cowboys See, gone that gave her? She was a hundred percent in. She didn't give up. She didn't. She didn't. And now she serves on the faculty of Berkeley College of Music. She's oh, been doing wow. that since two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So. Her biggest thing was, you know, the triple Grammy-nominated Where Have All the Cowboys Gone. Um, that song reached the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 197. And, yeah, she's done well. And the oh. song we're going to play on the playlist, I Don't Want to Wait, uh, was used as a theme song on the TV show Dawson's Creek. Ah. And she won Best Grammy Award for Best New Artist in 1998. So go, Paula Cole. Go. I remember her making a big a big deal. Well, people got a big deal because she was at some concert and she performed and she lifted her arm up and she didn't shave her armpits and people freaked out. It was in the 90s. How could you have hair under your arm as a woman? And it freaked everybody out. And I thought it was funny. There? I know. I just thought it was funny. Anyway, it's also Pharrell Williams' birthday. Everybody knows his cool. song, Happy. Um, he was born in 1973. He's a record producer, rapper, singer, songwriter, 
And check this out. He is referred to as one of the most influential and successful music producers of the 21st century. Cool. Having a significant impact on the sound of modern popular music. Mm-hmm. He's mellow. Yeah, well, check out how many awards mm-hmm. he's won. 13 Grammy Awards, including three for Producer of the Year. Non-classical, one is a member of the Neptunes. He's also a two-time Academy Award nominee. Uh, one is for 2014 for Best Original Song for Happy from the movie Despicable Me 2. Mm. And in 2017 for Best Picture as a producer of Hidden Figures. Wow. And on that note, we're going to close with Happy because we want you to have a happy day. We want to thank Be you happy. for joining us. And if it is your birthday today... Be happy. happy birthday. Yes, we want you to have a happy day. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more Big Daily Blend news and music and recipes and all that good stuff. Please keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. You can hear this show again by 5 a.m. Eastern Time every day on BigBlendRadio.com or at Big Blend Radio on YouTube, Spotify. Just look up Big Daily Blend. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to start the day, Nancy? Oh, yeah. Let's rock it. Let's go. Let's go for broke. Mm-hmm.